What is going on, fans? Now, look, I know you only see me. Got it. Cool. But uh, we had a little bit of uh, personal stuff going on. That's why we didn't shoot last week. But we're back again. Trust me, Will is here. But because we're doing it virtual, um, I'm just going to so everyone can see the screen and all the stuff we have coming up. Then I'm just going to go through the intro by myself, and then I will bring Will right on. So, and bear with me. I have to do all the tech stuff by myself. Our tech guy is not here right now. So, when saying that, what's going on, Washington fans? I'm your host, Steve. Will is in the background. <laughs> he will come on soon. And this is Let's Talk Washington another week. Understand that we have some stuff to go over, but fear not. Me and Will are going to break this down for y'all. Trust. We're going to go over the Giants game. We're going to go over the Bills game, but we're going to put a twist on some things. So as you know, we have to start off with our shout outs and our stuff. So if you could subscribe, like, and <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, subscribe, like, and repost or anything like that to our stuff. And if you can, sorry, guys, bear with me. <laughs> nope, that's not it. Oh, this is our link. So you can put that right there. There it is right there. There we go. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Let's Talk Wash. Follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Wash. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Talk Wash. Follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Uh, we go live there as well. Um, Let's Talk Washington. And we also go live on YouTube at Let's Talk Washington. And then if you go right here to this little link that's up on the screen, it's HTTPS colon backslash backslash. It's link tree. And then you put in Let's Talk Washington and that'll be all of our stuff, all of our social media. And then also our merch link right here. If you go to our merch store, let's take off this link. Oh, sorry about that. So take off the merch link. I'm sorry. We got t-shirts, we got sweatshirts, we got stuff for babies, men, women, leggings, sweatpants, workout gear, socks. We're coming out with a new line, so be prepared. Be prepared, be prepared. We are coming out with a new line. It's coming soon. We got phone cases, we got pillows, we got towels. We got everything you could possibly think of. I'm surprised we're not selling anything else. We sell houses that say let's talk. No, I'm just kidding. We don't sell houses that say let's talk Washington. But you never know. Uh, we got bags, stickers. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We got masks. Um, it's just this is our little brand. If you guys could come support us and rep the gear, take pictures of it. Um, it says LTW, Let's Talk Washington on the front, and then all of our social media on the back. Um, so if you guys could support us, that would be greatly appreciated. And um, then, of course, it also helps to go on the YouTube, subscribe, like. That helps us as well. Um, but that is our, <clears throat> excuse me, all of our merch. Um, sorry, you guys, again, bear with me. Shout out to the hog farmers for our partnership. It's been an honor to team up the hog farmers and their organization in the fight against childhood pediatric cancer. 
You can donate by going to their website, which is right here on the screen, www.hogfarmerscharity.org, and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Hog Farmers. Please make sure you check out their shop. So let's take this down. Sorry. Take this down. Check out their shop. This is their little brand. And if you donate, you can donate to a family child in need. $100 will get you this care box right here. Everything is personalized. So they have gift certificates. They have a personal note. They get some information on the child, and they put personalized toys and stuff like that. Sometimes they give away um, personalized gear signed by the Washington uh, players. Anything of that nature, they, they put it in there. That's a care box. You can do $30 for a medical shirt. Um, if you kind of look in this picture right here, all the little kids are doing the medical shirts and then that just helps them, um, when they go get their surgeries or when they go do their checkups, it's just an easier little snap on the side so they can, it can open up and, uh, be easier to take on and off or whatever. Um, or you can just donate any money, anything. Um, and that always helps a family, a child, any, if you cannot donate, of course, me and will always, always, always stress, <clears throat> excuse me just bringing awareness to everything, bringing awareness to the cause. And that's what we are here for, for sure. Um, and then of course we have the little thing, not we, the hog farmers have this thing called a caring band. All that is, is a little, I'll bring up right here. You as a supporter can download the app and you can send a personalized message to once you search for uh, one of all uh, the warriors names, the little guys, um, you can send a personalized message to them and then it'll light up on their band as you can see on the screen. And that just helps them no matter what, um, no matter what they're going through. But of course we're going, we're coming into the last month of September, which is, um, Again, Childhood uh, Cancer Awareness Month. And so, again, I wanted to read out these little facts and stuff that's going on just so we can bring awareness to the cause. You guys have raised so much money for them. You have just done so much for the hog farmers, and I know they are greatly appreciative. This is their big thing, hashtag more than four, because for only 4% of the billions of dollars the government spends annually on cancer research is directed towards treating childhood cancer. Uh, that's big time. They're trying to raise awareness to get more funding for childhood cancer so that we can help all these kids out. About 10,500 children in the United States under the age of 15 will be diagnosed with cancer this year, which is sad, but again, awareness to help them out and to get them through these hard times. And then this little last one is they ride tricycles in the hallways, not the park. They know the names of their chemo instead of their classmates. Their strength will make a grown person cry. If you ever seen a kid fight cancer, it will change your life forever. Now, thank you to the hog farmers. Um, for everything they've done this month and then every other month, we are here to always support. Hopefully down the line, we can uh, bring them on. Um, we're going to bring them on the show eventually. Uh, maybe hopefully I want to try to go out to a charity event or help them out any way that we can. And we encourage you guys to do the same thing. Now we're going to get to some football. I'm going to bring Will on and boom, there's our guy right here. What's up, bro? Hey, how What's you doing? Going on, What's going man? on, bro? Hey, no need bro, to hang you your head. That, no need to hang your head. You, you bombed that independent intro, bro. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. 
You know how hard it is to read, click a bunch of different things. That's extremely hard. Yeah, you went. You you pretty much went Beyonce independent from Destiny Childs, bro. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so God. what's going on, bro, man? Look, man. Look, this is basically how I feel, bro. I seen everybody pretty upset. Yeah, everybody pretty down. Yeah, it's actually making me feel more confident, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, I'm going the complete opposite of the fan base, man. Oh, for sure. When everybody, when everybody said we was great and looked up, yep. that's when we start going low. For sure, so, for sure. I 100 percent agree. 100 percent agree. Now, what we are going to go over today, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty much so the twist that we're going to put on this, right? So me and Will were talking and we were thinking like, okay, everyone's talking about, you know, when we were coming off the wind, they were on that high. That's fine. Cool. I know there's a lot of other content creators out there and podcast members, and we applaud everything that they do. But we also saw everyone doing the exact same thing and being so down on this loss, this embarrassing loss. Let's just be frank. Very embarrassing. Um, the thing is, right, is that there is something circulating around social media, and that was fire Jack Del Rio, fire uh, Turner, fire Rivera, fire everybody. Let's just clean house yet again because we lost tw by 20-plus points to the Buffalo Bills. Let's just fire everybody. Let's let's keep firing everybody every time we lose a game. Cool. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, that's it. what we do. Right. That's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to tell you why or agree or disagree with what everyone's been talking about. And then we're going to include why we think that way based on these games. So we're going to include the games. We're all going to talk about them. But we're going to kind of include that into it because that was big. And I'm going to be honest with you. To me, y'all are ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're ridiculous. Yeah. Because let's break this down, Will, right? So, granted, I only played high school football. But I do know football. Um, I'm not going to say don't. I'm not an expert. I know you know this, Well, I'm talking to the fans just to make sure. I'm not an expert by any means. And in reality, how I personally learn schemes and coverages and all this other stuff, I play Madden, but I teach myself. And then I talk to a whole bunch of people that have actually played professional football, um, arena, semi-pro, all that other stuff. And it's essentially it's the same, but it, it's just on a bigger scale when it comes to the NFL. Um, yeah. And you have to understand that as a fan, it is fandom is great. Like I said, me and Will in the beginning of the season, when we did our record prediction, we did a realistic one and then we did a fan one. Fan one tells me we going yeah. 17 and 0 for a fact. Super Bowl. And it's okay <laughs> to be upset. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to do, you know, show your emotions. Cool. But let's get one thing straight. <laughs> I'm sorry. We are – everyone take a deep breath because when two weeks ago when we said be patient, 
it wasn't saying be patient, we're going to win. Be patient, we're going to the Super Bowl. Be patient, this is the best team ever. No. We were saying be patient because we are still rebuilding. Like Exactly. When, when Ron said his press conference, it was, this is a five-year rebuild. Ron tore everything down from the top, right under Dan Snyder, all the way down. We cut Ryan Kerrigan. We we let go Trent Williams. We we took away everything that he thought or as an organization thought would help us succeed to start a rebuild. If we have people yep. on bigger contracts, you can't really start that rebuild. You have to start from the ground up. And that means cutting fat. That means doing a whole bunch of things that people might not like. It's going to be hard. You just have to be patient. Because trust me, me and we were talking about it. Kansas City, what, five, ten years ago, who were they? They weren't making the playoffs. They had superstars. They had Priest Holmes, Trent Green, Tony Gonzalez. They had people, but they weren't making the, the Super Bowl or the playoffs. But guess what? They took time. They did it right. And now look at them. Got an MVP, got the Super Bowl, won one, went to back-to-back Super Bowls. Like, come on. You have to be patient because Ron is trying to build something. Do I trust Ron 100%? No, I don't. But do I trust him enough to build a solid team to get us to the Super Bowl? I do. Just be patient. Now, last year, Will, we went to the playoffs. We lucked out. Everyone else was terrible, and we just hit the a hot streak. was terrible. Yeah, and we, we hit a hot streak. We were we, we was the best dose. We was the best dose of worst. Right, for sure. <laughs> we yeah, were the best worst team in our and, and we barely squeaked in. We barely squeaked yeah. in. So some people say the uh, Eagles threw the game for us. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> had some people over my house that really did believe that, and even if they didn't, okay, we still okay. made it. Right. That's okay. That makes out. That makes what we're talking about right now. Exactly. Exactly. If they threw the game, <laughs> then we shouldn't we, have won that game, and then we wouldn't have made the playoffs at all. And had we not made the playoffs last year, meaning you wouldn't have got that Taylor Heineke game against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yep. Would you guys come in thinking that, <laughs> that Taylor Heineke was a savior? Every- yep. I mean, so at the end of the day, right? We're not saying that we don't believe. What we're saying is that won't we and, and it's it, it's expected. So we can agree that it's expected that if you go to the playoffs and almost beat this eventual Super Bowl champs, there's now gonna be a high president set, right? And that and that's kind of expected. You have now expectations. The defense looked great last year, and now I don't know what's don't going on. Started on that damn right. But so you know, but we I think in my opinion that if we don't go to the playoffs, these expectations won't be as high this year, for sure. Um, because we don't go to the playoffs, what? The Cowboys had, were in second place and had, the what, the number 10 or 11 pick? So you in the yeah. top 10, bro. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's a top 10 pick. So I just don't think expectations are high. But understand this. Understand this. Fans, be patient. Can we... Uh, can we explain why everything is going so bad? No, but we can give our opinions. I mean, we'll talk about this. Yep. So I want to ask you, Will, 
and be honest. Do you think logically or football wise? Because this isn't Madden. This isn't fin- fantasy football. That you can't just pick up a coach off waiver wires <laughs> and start him every other <laughs> week. Um, yeah. Do you? Why? Okay. Do you think that we should fire Ron Rivera or any of the coordinators? And if you do or don't, why? Okay. I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with Jack. Then I'm going to start with Turner. I'm going to get them wrong. That sum it all up. I don't think we should be in a rush to fire either one of them just yet. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Coming off last year, Although we did say we had a bad division that we was playing in, which is true, we had high expectations for our coaching staff and our team coming into this season. With that being said, I'm not one that's going to fire a coaching staff or an individual coach over three games of bad performances. Right. That's just not how this league works, bro. You can't just not perform, don't give people the opportunity to make adjustments. Right. And then just let them go. Now, starting with Jack Del Rio, I feel as though after the Chargers game, we expressed our displeasure with how they was playing defense. Right. Some of those things continued. We won against the Giants. Whether people want to say it's luck or not, that's in the past. It's already a W. We seen some things that game we didn't like that carried over to this game. Now, for me with Jack Del Rio, if he don't get the guys to plan or if he doesn't make adjustments. Right. We can possibly see him going. And it won't be no time soon. It can still be somewhere later down the line. People right. have to understand, you just don't sub in and out coaches like it's players. Yep. So it could be somewhere further down in the season, which isn't too difficult for me to fathom because at the end of the day, Ron Rivera is still a defensive-minded coach. Right. So without Jack, we still have somebody at the head of the helm that could – Man, the defense. Right. Whereas though Turner, I absolutely do not think we should let him go. I don't think so at all. Have I seen everything that I wanted to see? No, I haven't. But I've seen glimpses of possible great things that I did like see. Right. Our run game is by far to me better this year. Also in our receiving game, he doesn't have all the requisite pieces that he wanted to come into the season with. I keep saying this. And it's going over some people's head. Curtis Samuel is huge, bro. Yeah, for sure. So we cannot judge the whole offense if we don't have our complete offense to put out there right. to see it actually flourish. The wrong thing is absolutely ridiculous to me, bro. Yeah, I, I really don't understand that. One, we'll be letting go of a, a good head coach. I, some may even say a great head coach a great leader of men, also letting go of Ron is letting go of our, what, general manager? <laughs> Who yeah. makes the decisions if we let go of Ron? Well, so we do have two general managers now. So Ron was the general manager until we hired him. I think we have two now. One, Marty something, and there's two of them. I forget who it was. Um, So we do – but Ron, I I believe that Ron still makes final decisions, in my opinion. And with that being said, if Ron makes final decisions, and it's just two other guys, bro, you take Ron away from that. What what did that put the other two guys? Right. 
so things like that, it's just, bro, it just really don't make sense. And this is where I'm at with this whole conversation. Do I have my concerns? Yes. Yeah. We want to see our football team get get better. Any 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 fan that see their team perform poorly and feel as though they, it's, it's obvious reasons why they're performing poorly. Right. You should have your concerns. Right. But then, like we said, we have to be able to separate real football fans that have mm-hmm. no expectations yep. and casual fans. These are the same people. You have to talk about any podcasters or just fans or even the people that may be on ESPN that's talking. Right. These are the same people that were so high on certain players that we kept telling you, hold your horses on. Right. The only thing we said for sure, and we was wrong about that we openly can say about this, was our defensive line. Right. We felt like that was a guaranteed facto that was going to come in here and dominate. Yep. But I want to let people know this for sure. Even if our defensive line was playing stout, it's no guarantee we wouldn't we be it's no guarantee we beat in Buffalo. Yeah. Because if you have issues in the secondary, that's just a problem in the secondary. No guarantee we beaten the Chargers because if you're giving up turnovers, that's unexplainable. That's not on the defensive line. Right. So it's an organizational issue from the top on down to me, but I don't think over three football games we should be screaming fire anybody. For sure. Yeah, no, I think for me, man, it's it's hard because again, I, I try to put it so as the fan, of course, do I want to scream the same things? Yes, of course I do. But then I use logic and I use football. <laughs> Yeah. Because I, all I want to do is win. winning cures everything. Everyone, everything, I mean, I hope right. everyone and everyone understands that. But the issue is, is that I want people to understand, and I hate to say this, but I want them to understand and put us on the same level as the Dolphins. As and and I'll, I'll explain what I mean by this: the Dolphins, Atlanta. Um, maybe borderline the Giants, all these bottom level teams, because all of them are rebuilding. Yeah. And to me, I you set the bar low, and if something happens, you're less likely to get disappointed. Um, and I and maybe that's just me, but you have to understand that our talent level is, in my opinion, immensely better than theirs. But we are at that stage that they're at. They're rebuilding. Um, most of them, actually all of them except the Giants pretty much. No, because the Giants, Joe Judge came in the same time as Ron Rivera. So all of them have new head coaches. You could even yeah. almost say that the, 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 the Eagles are kind of rebuilding too. So Definitely are. You know what I'm saying? So like you have to put us in that, in, in that area. And you have to understand that it's gonna take time now every and that's why like so the other day I I had posted on Twitter um, the Ron Rivera interview and I had this long thing that I posted to and it was more so like listen to what he's saying now again yeah. I had I had also talked to will beforehand and 
you know, he could be blowing smoke. But the one thing that I love about Ron that I didn't like about Jay or even just watching any other press conferences from any other team, Ron is a teacher. And he actually breaks things down very simple. And he makes it so that people that don't know football understand what he's talking about. Because back in the day, we lose Jay Gruden's like, oh, we got to get better as a team. And that was it. But Ron, he was like, look, we play a gap defense. We play a zone defense. So if someone misses their gap, like, for instance, he even broke it down, right? He said that Deron uh, Payne got in there multiple times. He got in the backfield or he kind of broke through. The problem is, is if everyone else is not hitting their other gaps, now a lineman can slide over and double team or catch the missed block, if that makes yeah. sense. The defensive line and the offensive line play off of gaps. And if you're not shooting, he was saying also when Deron Payne would so the point of an inside and an outside, and this is what Ron explained, and it made so much sense to me, is that if you have the two interior guys going inside and the two exterior guys going outside, if any of them switch positions like, I don't know, Chase goes too far outside or Chase tries to come inside once he sees that Deron Payne got through, granted that kind of sounds like a stunt which is i think that we should implement more by the way i think stunting is yeah. great but if someone misses their assignment the entire defensive line now collapses and he keeps saying it's not poor play it's not anything the biggest thing that they are missing is um what did he call it um um, pretty much just being responsible. You, he said that they are so all of them are trying to make a play. If you stop trying to make a play by yourself and run the play that's supposed to be run, everyone will get their assignments done, and then somebody's gonna get a sack or get a pressure. You have to rely on your other guys. The defense. Do we both agree that all of us should be running zone all the time? Hell no. Hell no. no. But in a zone defense, no matter if you're good at it or not, if someone blows an assignment, the entire defense collapses. There goes a blown coverage. There goes someone up the sideline. There goes someone over the middle. There goes a check down. And then, of course, we all know that we can't tackle this year. So once that missed tackle and that blown coverage happened at the same time, someone gets a 20-yard gain. So I think that's just the basis of football. And again, I'm not making an excuse, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. We are not. The point is, is that I don't think it's a skill issue. I think that it's a togetherness issue. And they just have to be on the same page. Once they're on the same page, I think everything will start coming together. I think that putting Kendall Fuller in the slot is the worst decision we have ever made. We can make. Yeah, bro, that is just, he gets burnt. I don't like that, bro. He is literally getting picked like on that, every single game. Every single game. See, you know the thing is, bro. As a as a player, when you play, sometimes once you well adjusted, once you move, bro, right, it's hard to go back to what you was playing prior to. For sure. And I know people that's Washington fans. When we became fans, huge fans of Kendall Fuller. 
is when he was playing his slot for us in his first go around with us. Yep. But going into Kansas City, not only where he's lining up at his corner, he's possibly asked to do different things, bro. Right. Right. And you can't put that stuff on him here, you know? Especially if it's not work, working well for him. I'm oh, yeah. tired of seeing him get cooked, bro. Bro. And and the thing is, is that, uh, again, I think I've mentioned this before, that statistics, I have to find it. I really want to find it and bring it up. Statistically, I believe they said that Kendall Fuller's worst years were in the slot. His best years were were pretty much playing a hybrid role, maybe like slot outside, just moving him around because yeah. it is very evident to everybody in the NFL to throw the ball to the slot because yeah. you're gonna get cooked. And by Ken Foles gonna get cooked. Not, and this is and the thing is, bro. In this year's NFL, last year. These slot receivers now yep. are not slot receivers from 10 years ago. Nope. These is not hey. your average five foot. Oh, they put Michael Thomas guys. in the slot, boy. <laughs> yeah, like they, they, they were putting um and the Chargers the, slot, the, the the Chargers game, they were putting um Keenan Allen, who's what like six four in the slot. Bro, I have Mike uh, Mike playing the X. Yep, bro. I'm trying to tell you, there is no X Z Y. They will play wherever they want and scheme it however they want, whatever works. And I can tell you what works, going to the slot or wherever Kendall Fuller is because he's getting cooked. You want me cooked. to tell you something else, bro? What's up? Another thing I like to think about, bro. Okay, we already don't like how we're playing. Right. But I still can say, I feel as though people are overreacting to our schedule. I mean, to our record and how we possibly can be playing based on they have to be open minded to who we played, bro. Right. I might know if if people think if people look at week one, you watch the Chargers game, it's okay to say, oh, we could have won that game. I don't disagree with that. But since then, going forward, in week nine, are you going to look at the week one loss like that was that charge? No. Right, right. This is the same Chargers team that just beat Kansas City, bro. Right. You feel me? And then even the Buffalo. The Buffalo game was fucking disgusting, bro. This was disgusting. But also, it's still the Buffalo Bills. Yep. They got it. A great well, not I don't want to say great. I can say great. They picked up a great number two receiving option for Diggs. Both of them was cooking us. Had a good slot receiver, good tight end, a, a mobile quarterback. Like honestly, bro, I should have seen this instead of just going with pro football focus. If we had this issue with Daniel Jones, really think people. You didn't think we would have this same issue with Josh? Yep. <laughs> or do you want to be a team where it's though? And you know I love Sam Donald, bro. Yep. I'm a huge Sam Donald fan. But who they play? The Jets? The Jaguars? <laughs> you want to you be one of these teams that's 3-0, that's out here, that played no competition? And then once you finally get competition, you're going to get your ass whooped. Whooped. So... When saying that now, so let's think about this, right? Do I think that Scott can be 
more innovative, 100%. Because what he is reminding me of, I don't know if you remember about like two, three years ago, or no, it might have been a little bit longer than that, when we had Kevin O'Connell, KOC, yeah, on our yeah, squad, yeah. and they thought that he was going to be the next yeah, Sean McVay. They thought he was going to be the next Sean McVay. Why yep. Washington keep letting the young quarterback, yep. the young and look at him now. quarterback lead? Yeah. But he reminds me of him because we had this idea of Scott Turner, of this innovative guy who was going to do jet sweeps and and this and that, and because that's that was what I thought. When you look at Carolina, that's what they did. What yeah, but doesn't like make sense earlier, to me bro. is why he's not putting certain plays in the book. Because you think about it, right? Antonio, you can lit when Ron said we're going to use Antonio Gibson as a Christian McCaffrey running back, which I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying, and in, in that role, yeah. you can because he was a wide receiver first. So what are we doing? You just saw at the Buffalo game what he could do with the ball in his hands once he catches it. Seven what was that seventy five yards? Yep. But let's bro, say this, bro. What are we talking like that? So like when it comes to offense, in my opinion, I think I understand that we're. I think they kind of keep it limited because Taylor Heineke has limitations. Let's just be honest. Definitely. So Definitely. I think that he's being, making it very simple. Because to me, and I saw a tweet that said this. It was like it makes you think. It makes you think, right? Is it an organ? Is it a deeper issue on why we're so bad? It makes you think. Roger from Facebook said, I mean, I'm sorry, from YouTube, it's a wrap. The defense can't get stops when you're playing a soft zone, waiting for your non existent pass rushers with no covered linebackers. Offense play calling is a joke. So let's address this because this is kind of what we were saying. So let's break yeah. this down, right? So defense can't get stops, 100%. Third down, defense with is you atrocious. That, with yeah, you for sure, for way. sure, 100%. I'm with you on the uh, cover. I'm with you on the non-covering linebackers. Yep. Definitely with you on that, But Rob. see the thing, and I was just talking to Will about it. So shout out to our, our, our man, Adam and Neba. Uh, go check out Happy Hour on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram as a whole. whole he's on every everything uh, podcast. But he broke it down, right? And they talked about snap counts. They said, I think he's, and don't quote me on this, but they said that Jamin Davis, our coverage linebacker, our coverage linebacker has been on the field about like 30% of the snaps. They had Cole Holcomb at like 100, and then John Bosick beside him around like 70 or something like that. That is inexcusable. Inexcusable. Covered nothing. So it's not the defense, right? It's, again, the coaches putting them in the right. Now, again, I think that one of the reasons that they said that they didn't do this to Jamin is because they didn't want to throw too much at him. Um, They didn't want to like, you know, give him too much or overwhelm him. Right. Um, Excuse me. But I mean, bro, you draft him in the first round, throw him out there, see what he can do. I mean, to me, every time it's a rookie, in my opinion, and we have no other choice, Throw out there and see what, what's the worst that can happen. We're already getting our ass whooped. What's the worst that can happen right now? Roger said, until Scott Turner learns the concept of complimentary football, we will lose every game. 55 pass attempts is literally insane. 
no running game. Yo, I'm absolutely with you on that, bro. Agreed. I say this all the time. As much as I like the fact that our running backs can catch the football, right? Use Antonio Gibson and McKissick in the run game, just like Steve said. Taylor Heineke has his limitations, right? So why not establish the running game, open up play action options to get the pass game going? This is simple stuff. If you start the game all pass happy, barely running the football, by the time you get back or back by the time you get behind in the game, you you can't go to the run no more. Yep. You're trailing. Yep. You're turning into a shootout. And since you're behind the other team throwing different things at you, because yep. they're ahead, they can do that. Yep. And you're limiting what you can do offensively. Yep. That's just no. that's unexcusable at all. I, I think so. I think that going to the season, right? This is what's disappointing to me. It's not the defense. Because to me, the defense is not skill. It's we just have to get it together. And once things click, once things click, it's going to be great. But because you have to understand, right? We literally had the same defense we did last year. Don't see. But here's the thing. And Adam pointed it out. The bigger issue and why our, why he thinks, and I agree with him, why our defense is not performing is there is one person that was not there last year that is almost on a hundred percent of the snaps? Who is that, Will? Atlanta College. Oh, exactly. You Landon? Yes. Okay. And uh, and we have to understand that Landon is a dumper. If we're gonna run a Buffalo nickel with three safeties, right? You put Landon at linebacker. You put near the yeah, line of scrimmage. Sorry. You put uh, McCain, who is a true free safety in the back in coverage. And then you can literally put Cameron Curl wherever you want because he can play both. But I don't understand why you're putting a liability like Landon Collins in coverage. This is what guys got to make sacrifices, bro. And, you know, I tell you this before, too. I'm a Landon Collins fan. For sure. Prior to the season, Landon Collins said himself he is not interested in playing linebacker. That's not your Landon, interest, bro. You got <laughs> your money. You need to play linebacker, bro. Or just play where, <laughs> if, even if it's not linebacker, play where they need you to be. Like yeah. I hate, I hate when people have pride, and I, I, I can't speak for him, so I can't say that this is what he's saying, right? But if he is thinking this way, where I can do what I want. I'm a safety ex, bro. You do what they need you. This is why it's a football game yeah. and it's a team sport. Like, why are we doing this? Do y'all not want to win? Like, when, I don't. I don't exactly, understand, man. bro. I don't. This doesn't make sense to me because Chase Young keeps saying, "Oh, we need to stop bullshitting." Well, why were you bullshitting in the first place? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Right. Like, what? And then now, like, he was saying that, like, um, uh, um, uh, Jack Del Rio was saying, like, oh, if you catch enemy bullshit, let me know. What what are we tattletaling? What is is going on here? Like, we got rid of Jay. We got rid of Bruce. We got rid of this shit. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. We got rid of this. And what are we doing now? 
we you know come what the up. Issue is bro. But what? But, but also, real quick, one thing that people don't understand also, right, is that football knowledge. Let's break this down for one second. People have to understand that once someone gets tape on you, they can now know what to look for. This defense was new last year. Taylor Heineke was new last year. They now have tape. So you can't expect the same thing. What you can expect is for the defense to change it up or learn new pass rushes, learn learn new a lot of different things. Because if you're a one-trick pony and you can only do power rush or speed rush, you need to switch it up. That's the difference. But also what happens is this is an issue, bro. When you have young guys that are supposed to be the leaders of your team, as good as Jonathan Allen is, Right. As good as Chase Young is, and I think right. they are fantastic players that I would want on our team for sure. For sure, yeah. They haven't accomplished nothing football wise to take the lead in the in that fashion to me, bro. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. If we let's say if we go on a run this year, go on a good run, win ten games. You feel me? Make it to the playoffs, get a playoff win. Come back next year, then you have something to show that you're capable of leading men. But until you've done that yet, bro, it's just smoke. Yep. It's just smoke. Just like you said, as much as I'm a Chase fan, seeing him, oh, if they fuck around this, then the other, bro, that, that, that doesn't mean nothing, bro. Nothing. It's just smoke. Because as good as we like you, we're watching you on film, on, on, on film too, and you keep showing us the same one or two rushes. <laughs> yep. You, you don't look too technically sound. Yeah. It just seemed like he's trying to bulldoze his way. Yep. And we know sometimes he's getting doubled and even tripled. And chip But you got to get there, stuff. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you have to get there, too. And I think the also what people have to also understand is that like so if you look at statistics, I think that and I'm pretty sure again, don't quote me on it, but I thought I saw somewhere that we were actually one of the highest pressing uh pressure or giving pressure defenses in the NFL right now. So we are getting the pressure, we're just not getting there. Roger says in that big nickel, Landon should play the rover back, put but put Kendall as a free safety. Davis at linebacker, McTire in the slot. Bro, 100%. That's what, and this Buffalo nickel, bro, It Landon should not be in coverage. And if I see him back there again, we know that there is no adjustments to be made. Like, yeah. at all. Like, I – so I'm trying to make logic out of this because for the most part, me and Will logically think about this because – Again, if you watch Ron's press conferences, he makes a lot of sense. It's not a talent standpoint. It's just working together. If it's one Keep sport, right, it, and, and then me and Will, so I was talking about earlier, right, and you can tell, right, there are three facets, or you can say three categories to winning or losing a football game. There is, uh, what did I say? I said there was, Playmaking, play calling, and the last one is the key thing that no st- 
statistic can 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 do anything about like you can't look at it's not tangible what it is is wanting to win or not wanting to win and when we say yeah. that look at the chargers against who wants Kansas City yep look at um the, the Falcons yep. City. look at the Falcons look at against the Ravens uh, against the Ravens against the Lions yep like it's if you want to win, and I can tell you right now, from a fan's perspective or some someone watching it, I'm not saying this is the case. What you're playing like is like you don't want to win. It's that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. It's like it's like we're it's like we're going back to the Jay Gruden days, where once one thing bad happens, it's like a snowball effect, and we just start literally like beating ourselves up. Like no, what did you did you hear Jalen? Um, what uh, the quarterback Jalen Hurts' uh, interview after the loss? Yeah, when, yeah, when he said it's like uh, taking a shit. Do you it's like taking a go. boost, you, <laughs> you flush it, and you keep going. That's exactly yeah. what you have. I honestly, once he said that, I had so much more respect for him. To be honest with you, yeah. because that's the mindset you should have. If you throw a pick, Taylor, bro. Go to the sideline. Look at the thing. Don't just stand there and get upset. I mean, granted, I get it. You're a human being. You're supposed to be upset. I get it. I understand. But go to the sideline. Go to the quarterback coach. Go to the backup. Um, Go, go to uh, Kyle Allen, even though I don't think he's that great. But go talk to somebody. Look at the film on the little little iPad you got or whatever and yeah. find out what happened so it doesn't happen you again. Try to find your adjustments. Yeah. Right. And Dwayne used to piss me off with that. He would throw a pick and go throw a, and throw a temper tantrum at the side and on the sideline, bro. Like, head, yeah. like, bro, no. Football is won by a game of inches. Because let's just be honest. The Chargers game, we could have won. The 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 Giants game, we could have lost. But it's a game of inches. What did Rodgers? Rodgers said there's no reason we couldn't do what Dallas did last night. 41 rush attempts, 26 pass attempts, time of possession and domination, but we are stuck on it. It's a passing league. So Bro. let me – it is, Rodgers. You know, it is a we, passing league. It, and I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It is a passing he's league. He's right to no, me. No, 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 he is. I'm not saying that he's wrong. What I'm saying, that last you call BS is not BS, though, because – just because it's a passing league doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't run the ball, right? It's just it's no, majority no, 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 passing. No, 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 no. He put it in quote. He he's making a mockery of the passing league thing. Oh, uh, okay. So basically, okay. yeah. So what he's saying is, we should. What he's saying is, we got to get out of the mindset of passing the ball so damn much. I actually run the football. So I think me, that's why I said I that's oh why no. I said I agree with him. No, one hundred percent. For Dallas to have a quarterback that damn near threw for five thousand yards last year, of course we know their offensive line was injured, but we would not dis we wouldn't argue who's better between Dak and Taylor Harnicky. That's not even a question. So if you have a, a quarterback like Dak that could have shredded Philly secondary if that was their game plan. But they still elected to hand the football off, and the running backs eat, and Dak still got three touchdowns off. Yeah. If anything, we should be establishing a run with a Taylor Heineke as our quarterback. 
Oh, 100%. No, no, I agree. But you know what? And I'm not making an excuse. I'm just thinking, I'm making an assumption is that also we have to realize that in the NFL, no matter if you're a good coach, bad coach, or in between, when you're down, you don't run the football. That's for a fact. You you can't catch up running the football. So I think it it came to a certain point where I think, and I could be wrong, they were scared of that defensive front for sure. Yeah, bro, but the only thing is, just my thing, the only way you can beat a defensive front is if you smack them in the mouth, bro. Yeah. Because if you you avoid them, you're feeding into their hands. Right. Without a doubt. Like, you're going to. Yeah. Like, Kansas, when people got to understand, Kansas City, defense is looking bad, but they're looking bad in the secondary. Right. When Lamar Jackson went for that fourth down, they have dogs on the front line, bro. Right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I need this. And he wanted to <laughs> win. Get this. You have to, you have, you have to go at them, bro. Or I'm not saying it like I'm saying it to you, because we already right. understand. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you have to, you, you have to go at them because it, at least, bro, you have to keep them knowing that it's an option. I'm right. not talking about when you're trailing, but you have to establish that in the beginning of the football game. For sure. That is mostly important, bro. And that's too important. And you know what kind of pissed me he off could, last game is we passed it so much. And how many catches or targets did Terry McLaurin get, bro? We back to that BS. We are back to that BS, bro. Like we, we saw what he that, did bro. against the Giants single-handedly, single-handedly. Yeah, but, that same, but that same game against the Giants, Antonio Gibson was getting carries. Yeah, that's true. But um, so what, but if you're gonna pass the ball, you might as well pass it to your best wide receiver. Best what receiver. are we talking about? Yeah. That's like that's like yeah, the that's Saints just throwing the ball around and never passing it to Michael Thomas. What are we talking about? There's nothing to yeah. talk about. Like I'm sorry. Like I was cool, calm, and collected before here, but the more time I think about it, bro, this shit's pissing me <laughs> off. God dang, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. Like the the biggest thing that kills me, bro, is that we got crushed by a team that shouldn't have crushed us. Could they should. And let's be honest. I think it was another 50, 50 game. And I think that us losing doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. And I told you that before it started. Right. It's the manner in which we lost. That's what pissed me off. And the fact that we let Emmanuel Sanders cook us. Now I'm not nothing against him. But he's like he's no, me too. <laughs> but he's not a he's not Stefan Diggs. But Stefan Diggs cooked us too. <laughs> but not bro. Emmanuel Sanders had like damn near freaking a thousand yards in that game and six hundred touchdowns, <laughs> bro. Like what do we? I just I don't understand. I just think that Ron. If I'm Ron, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm walking in that locker room and saying. What do you want? Do you want to win or do you want to lose? And that's everybody. The coaching staff, the trainers, the water boy. I don't care who you have to talk to. You need to tell. And Ron needs to ask himself. Because if Ron needs to do whatever he needs to do, bro, it's hard. Understand, in the back of my mind, I always remind Will. And because I have to remind myself. Or I always yeah. tell Will that I have to remind myself that we're rebuilding. So you can't expect great things. We can expect I'm gonna let you decent know this right play. Now, Steve. 
I'm gonna let you know this right now, Steve. And I know it's early in the season. If we go to Atlanta, bro, and lose and st- <laughs> and stink the drain up, bro, we got to think about d- d- this draft next year, bro. I if we lose it. to Atlanta, depending on what and, side and of football smoke. loses, a coordinator should be fired. Yeah, and get smoked. It's easy. But, okay, it's one of two things. It's one of two things. Right. Not going to make one. We already know we're going to have to have a quarterback change at some point in time. These coaches going to have to tuck their pride, and if we're not doing that, which I'm not cool with, because I still feel as though four after four weeks of football, one and three. Let's say if Dallas go two and two, or even three and one, after four weeks of football with the extended season with seventeen games, you should not be looking forward to the draft. Unless you're somebody like the Jets or the Lions or the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Teams like that. And even those guys, quote, unquote, in their mind right now, have their quarterback. Yep. But for us right now, all the teams you leveled us with, that you said on a rebuilding level, at best, bro, they can say they have their quarterback. We don't. It's... It's some teams out here because I didn't come in the in this year thinking we can be the Bills, the Bucks, the Rams, right, or teams of that nature. Right. What I did come, but what I did come into this season thinking we can be one of those teams that can be like a Vikings that may get in there, right. a Chargers that's making improvements. Right. A, a, a Raiders that's making improvement that could scratch surface. A Cardinals. Yep. I would put us in that bunch. Right. Now it's look like we're in a bunch below that. And even a team like Cincinnati, I bro, I literally was watching football and said, damn, at this moment, being a Cincy fan right now looks better than being a Washington fan right now. That boy bro. Jamar Chase With, looks crazy. They got two stud receivers and their future quarterback. And they have a great <laughs> running back. Quarterback, bro. And yo, okay, let's keep this, let's keep this as simple as possible. My boy, he sometimes chime in with me weekly in some things, and he said this. I want to be brief about this. We're going to say something quick about the game for next week, and then yep. we're going to wrap this up. That's fine. My boy said, are we at this point where we're like, damn, we should have got Herbert instead of Chase? No. Okay. I said the same thing. I, I'm not even I at the point the where we should have gotten a traded up for a quarterback for Jamin Davis. That's not where I'm at. Well, we can't be there because I told my boy that today. This is the first time I feel as though an offensive rookie of the year shouldn't be a quarterback. So yeah. <laughs> this but, is um, not the quarterback class you would even think of. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I, or, or or even taking Mac Jones o- over Jamin Davis. I'm not at that. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm okay with the quarterback cl- class coming up again. Yeah. Because. Will, do you remember what I said, right? When we were doing our season predictions, preseason, you said, you asked me, 
What is my expectation? Do you remember what I said? If not, I can tell you. No, what you say? I said progression. That's all I wanted was progression. And I'm going to stand by that. So as mad as we are right now, you have every right to be, we getting cooked. But understand, it is week three. Yeah. There are 14 more games to play. That's a yeah. lot of football, bro. In reality, not saying this is what happened. You can go 14 and well, 14, no, 15 and two right now. If we win, yeah. I'm not saying we will, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like that, I think that people are more upset because we want to cut it the now before it gets bad. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guess what? Like, what did I say earlier? Uh, I think it was like two or three weeks ago. I'd rather get all the deficiencies out now. So when we actually need to play our best football down the road, when we're playing Kansas city, when we play Tampa Bay, when we play, I think the Panthers, when yep. we play, when we, when we finish the out the last three games in our division or four yeah. games in our division, that's when we need to be playing our best ball and not this BS. I'm okay with this. It sucks while it is. Even if we suck this year, again, we are rebuilding. rebuilding. That's it. Like, and I know it's not what you want to hear, but it's the truth. Truth. Hard truth. It is. That's it totally sucks. It's the hard truth. It, it sucks. It does. It's just one of those paper. I'm, for instance, look at the Browns. The Browns went 0-16. We ain't never done that. Ever. That's what I do. For what, for what people want to say about them, Browns got their quarterback, though. <laughs> and, and they play to his strength, and it works for them. Yep. <laughs> and so, and they have a team. They have a squad now. But it just they took them us time. Baker give us 215 yards and don't turn it over. Bro, the biggest thing, so my key takeaways for next week, let's do this. Key takeaways. It, this is just me. It's very simple. Very simple. Don't turn over the ball. Create turnovers. Very simple. That's how you win football games. Flat out. You can add maybe one more and say convert or stop on third down. You can say the same thing. Hold on real quick. Roger Smith. Yes. If the truth had been told, but Ron wanted this uh, phenom at DN, we thought Herbert should have been the pick. Danny boy wanted to see Dwayne as a franchise QB and he was a bust. Uh, but well, yeah, wait, wait. but this, this my thing. I feel as though, Okay, so the thing the thing with Ron is, and and I get the Herbert thing. The thing with Ron is, Ron is the type person. Just like after the Giants game, if you watch him in the locker room, he highlighted how Taylor got the second chance. Right. I feel as though Ron didn't necessarily want Haskins neither, but Ron knew he had to give Haskins that chance. Right. So the ownership can really say, okay, we've seen it through. Yep. And cut ties. Yep. And drafting Herbert 
wouldn't have made that happen. Now, looking back now, we could have said, well, screw how Haskins would have felt this, that, and other. Yeah, we know that's the logical thing to say. But when you make a transition from an old regime to a new coach, to a new foundation, it's some things you got to clean up and you got to wash up the right way before you transition yep. into the future. And let me point this out, and then we're going to do your TK key takeaways, and then we'll wrap it up. Roger, by the way, thanks for tuning in, brother. We really, really appreciate the support. Really appreciate it, bro. Um, about Herbert. Herbert was drafted into the best situation possible. Maybe not possible, but a he had Keenan Allen, he had Mike Williams, he had bro, he was drafted and at the time they had uh what you, you might even say prime Melvin Gordon. So he yeah. was drafted in line a, with Bones though. Right, but and that doesn't take away from him. I, I will say this right now. If we drafted Justin Herbert with the team we had, there's no way he's putting up those numbers. And how do we even know we would have gotten Terry? You realize that Dwayne got us Terry? Sure, that's true. So that's what, are we, true. what are we talking about? about that. People do. People he do said, I want an Ohio State guy on my team. Yeah. And they didn't even know about Terry. No one knew about Terry. That's true. So if I'm sacrificing Justin Herbert for Terry McLaurin, me? I'm good, bro. And I'll wait, take wait, Justin Herbert for Terry McLaurin and Chase Young. Yep. I, I'll take <laughs> Chase Young and, and yep. I'll take and Chase Young and Terry McLaurin all day. All day. All day. Yeah. Now, granted, again, it might be hard to hear now, but trust me, things will because click. Herbert a baller, but at that time, no, he, we he's good. Yeah. 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 We have, we have to be realistic on what we expected at that time. Right. We thought he was going to be good, but. He wasn't even a day one starter. Tyrod was until they punched Tyrod Long. He wound up winning that suit, by the way. Yep. (laughs) And the rest is history. Yeah. And and nothing to take away from Herbert. He's great. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. But, again, how do we know the situation? He would do the same thing in our situation, especially with the shit show that we had. We we might have ruined him. That's true. You never know. uh, Take away. My takeaway for next week, since you already you covered the turnover battle. I want to see open field tackling. Need yep. to see that. Yep. I need to see that. And let me say this. I, I want to challenge some guys. I'm not going to even say the pass rush because that's what everybody's going to say. That's what everybody w- w- want to see. I want to see William Jackson just clamp Jerry Judy. Yep. Just take him out the game. Open field tackle. Take Judy out the game. We should we, we should win. All Wait, I Jerry see Judy. From Washington, you mean Calvin Ridley? I mean no 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 yeah 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 I'm tripping, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah 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 really really. All I want to see from Washington from now on because we got to adjust our expectations on a week to week basis. Right. All I want to see from now on until we catch our rhythm. Beat the teams you should beat. Yep. One can say we're not supposed to be the Chargers, even though we should have won that game. I think so. But right. On a global scale, outside of our fan base, we wasn't supposed to beat them. We were supposed to beat the Giants. We wasn't supposed to beat Buffalo. We wasn't supposed to get our ass beat, but we wasn't supposed to beat them. Right. We supposed to beat the Falcons. And what will make me feel better, 
because the way Dallas beat the Eagles is the way you're supposed to beat up a team that's inferior to you. Facts. So that shows me, based on how we win the game, if we win the game, that can show me a lot. If it's, if it's a close fought game and people are excited, I'm still not happy. Yep. Because we're supposed to smoke them. Yep. Now I can live with it going forward and right. charge it to, oh, we still just getting better. We're picking a yep. team, this, that, and other. But I'm tired of the roller coaster ride. Yep. I can see us beating the Falcons, but this will be losing to the Chargers, beating the bad Giants, getting whipped by the Bills, beating the bad Falcons. We can't do that. Yep. If we want to see real, if we want to see real production, real steps going forward. We have to smoke it, man. Oh, I agree. And that's not me saying we will, but we have to. We absolutely have to. What's the point spread on this game? Do you know? No, I'm not sure. Oh, we're, we're favored by one point, bro. <laughs> That's terrible. Crazy, bro. That is ridiculous, bro. We're favored by one point. And the team we just seen got their tail beat. Smoked Atlanta. Smoked The them. Eagles smoked them. They had six so points. We, six points, bro. So we have to go out there. Yo, back to what my man Roger was saying. We play Atlanta. If we don't run the ball down their throat, bro, I'm going to be pissed, bro. That's another thing I want to see. We have to run the football, bro. And I don't even mind losing games. Just don't get your ass beat by someone you're not supposed to. Like, if we get whooped by Kansas City, will it hurt at the time? Yes. But it's expected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I the Bills were not – they were a seven-point favorite and beat us by, like, 21. And the crazy part is, I follow. Well, I'm a fan of Colin Cowherd. He loved us on the seven points, bro. Absolutely loved us. So that says that he didn't think we supposed to lose in that fashion, bro. Bro, last comment, Roger, and we gonna head out of here. We will get out coached. I'm sorry, the OC and DC are morons, and Ron stands there and lets them call the garbage. But. We'll we'll, we'll we'll save that for another one. But we have to understand as a head coach, though, th- there's a reason why you have an OC and a DC. Um, the head coach is literally for time management um, and certain other things. The head coach is not supposed to call plays for a fact. That's what your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator is supposed to do. Um, but like Ron said, this was a measuring stick. So last game was a measuring stick. This game, in my opinion, determines how this season can possibly go. I understand it's only week four, but this is how bad they are. This is how bad they are. My brother, Dave, keep up the good work, brother. Good, Yes, my brother. Go, boys. Oh, yeah, he's a Cowboys fan. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he said go, boys. (laughs) Can we block him? <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, look, all we have to say to the Cowboys fans is, and this has nothing to do with us, just don't get too comfortable. I'm not you saying that we coming for y'all or anything, but just don't get too comfortable. Yeah. You guys tend to do that. 
It's okay. It's okay. But ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. I know we had a little bit of issues in the beginning. That was a rough uh, introduction for me, but I was trying to do tech guy and read and put stuff up on the screen. And, you know, thank you for bearing with us. Um, hopefully, if my wife does not give birth, we will be back here next week. If she does, we will make sure we uh, let everybody know and then going forward we'll you know we'll manage certain things we might have a show we might not we'll just keep you guys posted um of course always look out for on tiktok and then we'll spread uh, i mean instagram and then uh we'll spread it to facebook twitter and everything else betting let's talk betting with will of course he's gonna be posting us on what y'all what he thinks y'all should be doing or looking out for and certain things to do with betting and things of that nature and then after our break Trust me, we got things planned. We got Let's Talk Business coming up. We have uh, um, Player of the Week coming up. Appreciate that, Roger. Appreciate that. Okay, good show. Good show. Yeah, thank you. We we really do appreciate you guys sticking around, listening to our rant, trying to make sense of all the nonsense (laughs) and chaos going on. But understand, ladies and gents, be patient. I think, and I believe Will can agree with me, it will work out in the end. Yeah, we come back next week, Atlanta, one o'clock Sunday. Let's get this W W. By the way, we did not plan this (laughs) at all. We did not plan this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but of course, um, I am your host, Steve. And I'm your co-host, Will, and this is Let's Talk Washington. Washington. Let's see. We are going to see you next week. Peace. (laughs) Peace, bro.